0: Gregorian chant, the soul of sacred music, and the body of the music you'll hear on our program, Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. Many studies have shown that an overwhelming majority of Americans, as well as of people in vastly different cultures throughout the world, believe in the existence of angels. If you're a Catholic of course, you realize that belief in angels is a matter of Roman Catholic doctrine. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us, the existence of the spiritual noncorporeal beings that sacred Scripture usually calls angels is a truth of faith. The witness of Scripture is as clear as the unanimity of tradition. Jesuit father John Anthony Hardin, who was a widely respected writer and expert in angelology, reaffirmed and elaborated on the Church's position with a sweeping statement. The existence of angels, their spiritual nature, the fact that they are good and bad angels, the fall of the evil spirits of their own free will, and the role of the devil in bringing about the fall of man, are doctrines of the Catholic faith solemnly proclaimed by the Church. Father Hardin also observed... We commonly and correctly think of the angels as messengers from God to us. So they are. But before being messengers from God, the angels are adorers of God. Their principal role in heaven is to adore the Holy Trinity. This role of adoration runs through the whole Bible, from Genesis to the book of the Apocalypse. Mary, by the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, and hear the voice in prayer, and We adore Thee, O Christ, by the Scuola Cantorum of the Dominican House of Studies in Washington. You're listening to Sacred Soundings, a production of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and we're discussing angels. While surveys suggest that belief in angels is on the rise in the U.S., they also elicit interesting comments from cynics. One respondent claims angels are popular today because they allegedly offer humankind a form of spirituality that does not involve commitment to God or the laws of God. Another commenter puts it more bluntly, stating, For those who choke too easily on God and His rules, the angels are a handy compromise, all fluff and meringue, kind, non-judgmental, and they're available to everyone, like aspirin. Firm believers in angels will appreciate this statement by Father Hardin. I do not hesitate to say that devotion to the angels is one of the hallmarks of being a true Christian. is Ever Bright and Fair, and A Palestrina curier, by the Boys of St. Paul's Choir School. No doubt the angels we think and talk most about are our guardian angels. Doctor of the Church, St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the most brilliant theologians and philosophers of all time, and coincidentally famously known as the angelic doctor, said God is humanity's universal teacher and guardian, but his teaching to humanity is is mediated by angels. He said, The angels work together for the benefit of us all. It stands to reason that all the saints were close friends of the angels. St. John Vianney said, Our guardian angels are our most faithful friends, because they are with us day and night, always and everywhere. We ought often to invoke them. Indeed many people do frequently confer with their guardian angels. Why would you not ask your angel for strength and courage at the time of death? St Augustine said, "It was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels." And this from St Jose Maria Escriva, "If you remember the presence of your angel and the angels of your neighbors, you would avoid many of the foolish things which slip into your conversations." Bread of Angels, Soul of My Savior, and the Word as Flesh by the benedictions of Mary, Queen of Apostles Father John Hardin, the angelologist we've been quoting, said, Nothing is more significant about the angels' roles in our lives than the roles they played in our Savior's life. It was an angel who first appeared to Our Lady to announce her conception of Jesus Christ at Nazareth. It was an angel who appeared to the shepherds at Bethlehem to tell them that the Messiah had been born. It was an angel who consoled our Lord in his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. It was an angel who told the women who visited the tomb in which Christ had been buried that the Savior was risen from the dead. Father Hardin suggests that the angel at Christ's tomb may be seen as a forerunner of the angels of the final resurrection, that last day of human history when the angels will announce the resurrection of all the dead, of all the ages. But then the message will be different to different beings. Some will be told to join the risen Christ in their own risen bodies and be with Him in celestial glory. Others will be told to depart from Christ and be separated from Him through all eternity. This is all there really is to the meaning of our life here on earth. To be sure, the angels of the last day of humankind, which is the first day of our destiny, will escort us to join them and their risen Savior in the endless Easter Sunday for which we were made. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Join us Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 and 9.00 p.m. for more Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure.